Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everybody. Just uh, AJ and Richard here at the top of the show. Yo, yo, what up? We just wanted to let you all know about a survey that we would love for you to fill out if you're a fan of this podcast or Cop Popture in general. You can find a link to the survey in the show notes below. You can do it on your phone. It's really easy. Um, just while, even you can do it on the bus. While you're you listening could do it to this on episode. On the train. Yeah. You could do it in a box. You could do it with a fox. But don't. But fuck if you do it with a fox. Let's get to the episode. Hello and welcome to the Cop Popshire Podcast. Today I'm joined by Aaron Richardson and Jess Stevenson. Yeah. And uh, today, um, you guys might have noticed, you at home might have noticed that there's a movie just come out called Slender Man. And I know what you're thinking, Slender Man, isn't that that game from like five years ago? And yeah, it is. You're right. And um, kind of thought, it's a bit late for that, isn't it? What do you guys reckon? Oh, yeah. They've missed the boat completely. Come on. Like, if you're going to make something, it would have been five years ago, and it would have been within probably a six-month band of, like... I mean, you obviously can't make a movie in six months because you have post-production and all that, but, like, they missed the mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely the only time I ever played that was in first year uni, which was probably a while ago. Yeah, you're yeah. pretty old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also... Uh, uh, we just re- just recently we've had uh, Insatiable, the Netflix TV show, which is about a girl who like loses weight and now she's cool. Which you know doesn't really fly today. Maybe five to ten years ago. Uh, we've also got there's a movie called I think it's The Darkest Minds, which is like so generic that I haven't even bothered to properly remember its name. Uh, <laughs> it's like a young adult. Uh, post-apocalyptic uh, you know adaptation book adaptation where it's like the the main character is a girl it's just like you uh, and you know they don't really make those anymore because <laughs> Divergent was shit yeah uh, and then oh, what else have we got coming out there's a Johnny English sequel oh what a um, I, I fully stand by that I'm sorry I'm not gonna let that <laughs> I don't know man the second Mr. Bean was pretty disappointing so I'm just like not enthused and also to be fair the second Johnny English was pretty disappointing as well so I'm gonna have to uh, disagree with you there Jess we'll deal with this afterwards Aaron oh, no. no deal with it on pod <laughs> oh. should we just get 30 minutes of me viciously beating up Aaron <laughs> hey it's 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 radio you can't you can't see it I'm being yeah. good Foley if you hear me crying in the background of anything you'll know that I'm being beaten <laughs> but also you know we've got um, there's Wreck-It Ralph 2 which you know it's like five years after the original it's, it's a little bit late but not did you know that horrible. he um he broke the internet yeah, well, he's about to, from what I hear. Um, there's also uh, there's the making an Invader Zim movie, um, which you know I get, I'm like Jess with Johnny English three, like I I stand by. Uh, so yeah, today we're going to be coming at you guys and pitching our own movies or TV shows or just you know IP ideas that we think uh, would have been would be could come out today, but would be about five to ten years too late um, much like you know we're living in 2018 another thing that's coming out coming out this week uh, is the happy time murders which is the r-rated jim henson puppet movie uh it's about like you know a gritty cop that's has sex but he's a puppet and this is coming out like i mean you know this can come out whenever but the original like concept art and the idea of it looked real cool and that came out like five, ten years ago and it's just turned into this like Melissa McCarthy comedy and mm. it was it was going to be like a gritty Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of thing and so maybe if it had come out like five years ago it would have been real good but I'm not, I don't have high hopes. Just been simmering for too long. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just overproduced at this point. Left yeah. it in the pot. 
Yeah. That's just the gone all stringy and Yeah, they got crusty and... bits on the side that they have sort of reincorporated into the suit, but it's not good. It's <laughs> not good. All right, so we're each going to have two pitches, uh, so it could be anything, something that, as I say, could come out but would have made sense five to ten years ago. Who wants to go first? Am I going to... Are we... Are we going to... Do you want to fight about this one as well? We're going to fight about this as well. <laughs> yeah. Shall we fight about <laughs> um, Oh, God, I don't know if I did five to ten years ago. One, one of mine's quite recent. Like, no, I mean, did I fully like, misunderstand the concept no, even if it's of this like podcast? Day, well, a film that would have been better five to ten years ago. Okay. Or whatever. Well, well we can discuss it. Let's hear your idea, okay. and then we can talk Should about it. Should we start it. with mine? So that yeah, we, let's, let's yeah, start. We can only and then, improve. And then we yeah. can decide if it was right for the podcast or yeah. not. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, so, um, so my first one is... Um, sort of like this hard-hitting documentary about one of the most difficult topics that there is to talk about at the moment, which is child poverty and their vulnerability to abuse uh, sure. in the yeah the world at the moment. So um, uh, really, we just need to talk about it, um, obviously in New Zealand as well, but should we just use like America as a base? So of course, in the increase of sort of abuse in Trump's border camps, um, yeah, so since coming into power, he's obviously been separating families, child poverty has become more of a major issue, and you know, kids don't even have shows they're relying on all sorts of donations uh, from YouTube stars, and um, so this will all be covered in white vans, back at it again with the damn Daniel story. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, nah, I like how you, you made it relevant as well. Thank you. Like the damn Daniel thing. Oh, for, that's old. For those of us who are... Um, both of us. Those of us who have <laughs> both lisps and <laughs> have no idea what you're talking about. Are you serious? I don't follow the oh, internet. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on. Well, I mean, you're in luck because Ralph's about to break it. Oh, you won't just, need to. Just you wait. We're living in an internetless society soon enough. Right, I'm going to have to hold it kind of close to my mic, so so zoom your eyes in a bit. All right, okay. I'm, z- I'm zooming them. <laughs> And uh, oh, Pat, I like that you, um, yeah, you made it relevant, uh, almost too relevant. Where by the time a movie's out, you right, hope that the problem's right, been go. fixed. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with the white man. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now yeah, Aaron's all caught up. When was, okay, so it's 2016, so it's two and a half years ago. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. So it would have made no sense five to ten years ago. <laughs> well, that's um, the thing. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it definitely fits criteria because I've seen that and I still didn't really know what you're talking about. So it is like out of out of <laughs> consciousness, yeah. but still relevant. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I thought of it on my way home from work but, today. Yeah, and Damn. tying it into the, into the border wall thing. It's like almost mm. like a zero dark thirty situation, which is the opposite problem where it came out like the next day. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't feel like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or like American Sniper, where it was like they started shooting it and then the guy died and then they were like, Oh, and, and then he died at the end. Oh god. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's join us next time for <laughs> things that are too relevant. Too relevant. Movies that if they came out today you'd be like, Fuck already? Wow, <laughs> Do they just get onto that real quick or they ruin that for a while? And then the podcast, you'll only be able to listen to it for a week. Yeah. Well, how many bloody productions are there about that? The Thai boys. Well, yeah, actually, that's a good point. There's like seven um, films in production about the Thai boys in the cave and plus like two documentaries or something. That's good. The the first people to buy the rights were the, um, the God's Not Dead producers. Oh. So, you know, you're going to have these boys, they're not going to be Thai. The person that saves them, he's going to be white. Oh, yeah. He's going to be Christian. And the Navy SEAL that died, oh, boy, he's going to be atheist. <laughs> can, can we talk about at what point during the rescue that they bought the rights? Was it like we found it, the it boys? It was the next day. Like after they got after, out? After they got out, yeah. Oh, of course. I, I thought I'd see that. I was thinking that they bought it like while they were in the cave. <laughs> Before like, they found them, one. they were just hedging their bets. <laughs> All right, we're good. I'm sure we're going to find them. <laughs> just yeah. sending through your own diver just to be like, hey, can we buy your story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like with a script. <laughs> the first guy to emerge contracted. <laughs> um, oh, God, what an incredible story that was, though. It's so amazing, man. Yeah. 
Do you know my favourite part of that thing? Just, you know, we'll talk about the news for a little bit. Um, my favourite part of that thing is that with the boys, because they did like a press conference when they got out, and you know they were like, oh, how are they going to decide which ones uh, come out first? And it's like, we're probably going to bring the weakest boys out first because, um, you know, they're the ones who stay in there longer. The way they actually decided was the ones that went out first were the ones that had the longest to bike home. Because they didn't realise that everything was going out. So they're like, oh, well, you've got the furthest to bike, so you can get a head start. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they just thought there was, like, eight divers just standing out. There was the entire rescue yeah. team with these dudes chilling out. And they also, like, they got real into the rations that they were given. And, like, one of the kids, like, snuck out two of the rations in his wetsuit because he just real liked them. <laughs> my thing is, like, you know how they went and became monks for a little yeah. bit afterwards? What if some of them were just like, oh, I don't really want to do One, that, one of them didn't because he, he's an atheist. Ah, I think, yeah. Interesting. Um, but because the the coach or the, this coach's assistant that was with them uh, was trained as a monk. And so his training and like, you know, he taught the boys to meditate. And he's kind of, a lot of people regard that as like saving the boys' lives because he was talking about slowing their heart rate and. Yeah. things like that not so. breathing too much yeah um, oh, that's the last thing you want to do in a cave <laughs> like that is breathe <laughs> yeah alright and would you like to go next or do yes you I will next? just unlock my phone I should not have put it underneath my leg he's got to get he's got to move his leg Gotta move my leg, mate. I like, um, I like that right. you've got to get a little weighty there, though. You've really made yourself a home. Oh, I, I, it's, I don't know. I just, <laughs> just made himself a home. He's just coming out as he's like, all right, this looks fun. And then just chucks it across his leg. Picked up the, the panda weighty and away we go, mate. <laughs> looks like you got a little bit of cramps going on. Oh, I don't know. I just needed the comfort more than anything. You know how it is. Feeling nervous about presenting some ideas <laughs> to faceless listeners so you, you need the panda weedy um <laughs> let's charge on shall we uh so my first idea that i came up with mm-hmm. uh, based on a list of um fads that i looked up 100 greatest fads of the 2000s that i looked up nice. um so i think i'm gonna movie pitch it in a world where music is banned and robots patrol the streets, one unlikely hero emerges from the sewer to save mankind. Not the hero we wanted, but the hero we deserved. Crazy Frog the movie. <laughs> right? Um... Bing, bing. Bing, bing. Uh, yeah, so basically the idea there. Yeah, the idea could be that it's basically the music video to Axel F, the yeah. um, absolute chart slaying hit of oh, um, oh Crazy gosh. Frog. Couldn't go anywhere in 2004 or five without hearing that song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, I watched a documentary right on the history of the that song coming together, and it was pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, because it was like um, supposed to be a person impersonating a car or engine, isn't it? Yeah, it was like a 16-year-old dude who was impersonating, I think it was like his moped or something starting up, and he like sent it to some friends, and one of his friends was like an animator, basically, so he like was applying for a job and had to like show these things that he'd like animated to prove that he was a good animator so he like animated his friend had like doing the noises like to create a character to that and then like he put it up online and it got real popular like two years ago and heaps of companies were like can we use this for something and um he was like yeah totally um and it also happens to be like um at the same time the like axel f tune from um, beverly, beverly hills cops was like the most popular ringtone like uh, full stop basically and so the ringtone company was like we got to do something with this so they like combined the ringtone with crazy frog and that's how it happened wow that's yeah. so interesting so you yeah, really did your day. research oh my god yeah well, i watched a 10 minute documentary yeah. and what's the story impressed. behind them having a penis <laughs> um i mean artistic decisions i guess <laughs> did but, you did you guys ever play crazy frog racer no it was like a ps2 game i am um, because I know, you, Jess, you were quite into Crazy Frog, weren't you? Oh, yeah. That's actually a confession that I need to make. I pretend now that it was ironically, but it totally wasn't. For His my entire eighth, back catalogue or just the one the, song? I just loved it. No, all of it. For my eighth it birthday, um, my mum got me the CD and oh my fuck, God. my family hated me after that. <laughs> Here's four albums. Did you know that? Here's four <laughs> albums. I, I, I do know that. Well, yeah, I know, one, <laughs> of you know that. one of them is a Christmas <laughs> album. I know that. <laughs> It's so amazing. We wanted to take pop, and it's just pretty chill. Yeah, I think you get the award for like I'm surprised that didn't happen. Yeah, 
Mm. I mean, everything but, right? There's got to be like a Christmas, a half hour Christmas special or something. Surely. Surely. Maybe one of those videos is just like two hours long and part of it's yeah, the video. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, if you watch all those music videos, they actually tell one cohesive yeah. story. Because I like, mean, there was one like for Bass Popcorn. Hunter. Yeah, Bass Hunter with the porn star. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> you know about that, right? Surely you know about that. Uh, what, the girl on all the Bass Hunter videos is a porn star. Oh. Nah. Well, I, I, I don't know. No? Well, look it up. Okay. Um, look it up. And also, uh, it ends on a cliffhanger. Oh, like, wow. Okay. Like, now I'm intrigued. Yeah, because he went out of like public consciousness before you know they were mm. able to fulfill the mm-hmm. the dream. Also, apparently that dude wasn't popular like anywhere else in the world. He's just real popular in New Zealand for some reason. And like also his home country. But like, yeah. He, I remember he was touring New Zealand like every six months when we were 15 or whatever. Yeah. Um, Ayla Lai is, her, is the girl's name. Do you like how I like looked it up even though I was, I was pretty sure I knew I am <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> um, but the other, yeah, yeah the Angel other... and the Night. Fuck, what a good song. Oh, man. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other part to my idea because like obviously Crazy Frogs, all of his songs are just like rip-offs of other songs, right? Well, his most famous one's a rip-off of another song. Yeah. Um, so the movie could either be that or it could be basically just like a series of blockbusters but replacing the main action hero with crazy frog so like the mission impossible ones would be like crazy frog yeah um yeah you could do like a um like a live action hybrid um much like happy time murders was you know gonna be but um yeah like so it's a meta story about like a film studio trying to put crazy frog who's like a real person uh, but it's like animated in like all these blockbusters. Yeah. And so you do like mission difficult or like mission unlikely. And then it's, oh, we have to get him in the new mission unlikely film. And then <laughs> you have like a scene of crazy frog and, and like just try, tied to the side of a plane. Just like a kind of weird actor that has a really good agent. Yeah. Like um, Sam Worthington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, Is that a um, personal dig that I'm missing? Or? Nah, Sam Worthington from... Um, Avatar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just not he's not a very good actor. Really? Interesting. But he's got a pretty good agent. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking of Jai Courtney when I said that, though. Ah. Uh, Jai Courtney, he's, he's got a fucking good agent. Yeah. <laughs> what about Jai? Give him a... Give The thing is, those two are, like, virtually indistinguishable from one another. Well, yeah. 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 <sighs> All right, uh, I'll do my first one. So... Uh, it's called the Rage Comics movie. Uh, it stars. What's it about? It stars Derp, <laughs> uh, who's in love with Derpina, um, but she's interested in the ever annoying troll face. Uh, he doesn't want to be forever alone, so he goes on an adventure to learn all the things so that they can be me Gusta together. Now. I can tell you guys I'm as savvy with Rage Comics as I was. Um, I just keep thinking about how it's actually me Gusta. Me Gusta, whatever. Um, Rage Comics. I'm presuming anyone at home who doesn't know is looking it up at the same time. But um, I'm just showing Aaron. So, like, these kind of faces. Thank you. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, they, they, they were like... Like, something along the same lines as the Emoji movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were describing it. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, some other ones, you've got, like, there's, like, a shitty poker face, the Nick Cage, you don't say face, um, which <laughs> will be voiced by Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, like, that terrified face where he's, like, leaning back and it's all shaded. Uh, like a boss, the guy focusing in front of a computer and he's, like, hmm. Uh, and then they've got the F7 U12 where the guy's, like, and then there's also the guy that's, like, he'll never get a girlfriend and then he's spitting out a cereal. Maybe it's like his dad or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. So you're thinking yeah, live action yeah. or animated? No, I'm thinking of animated, but, but like, animated in the style. Yeah, so right. it'd be like shitty, um, like MS Paint. Yeah, um, just black and white with the occasional little red, uh, and yeah, it'd be mostly terrible, like a lot of Rage comics were. Oh, when I first discovered Reddit, I was like, Rage comics are the only reason I'm here. These are so funny, <laughs> and now like I wouldn't be caught dead reading a rage this is really out of fashion now oh it's so out of fashion oh. this was like yeah like 20 like my last year of high school like 2010 
they were like real cool. Really? I feel like I literally only discovered them two years ago. <laughs> and you loved them. And I was in love. <laughs> I'm still on the vibe. Still riding the wave, man. Still, still riding them. <laughs> Controversial opinion. Were Rage Comics the first memes, do you reckon? Uh, well, technically the first meme was Kilroy was here. Um, which is, I don't know if you guys have seen that little thing. It's like um, someone peering over a wall and its nose, like, comes under it. It's, like, real famous, like, just a little doodle. I'll pull it up while I explain it. But this was, like, a meme that circulated in World War Two. Holy Whoa. shit. Um, Kilroy was... So memes aren't restricted to the internet? No, the, the term meme, I believe, was coined by... Uh, it's not Charles Darwin... It's someone else. It's someone like that. In the original. That's, that's oh, cool yeah, where it was here. Uh, oh, yeah. Ah, so yeah. So anyone look it up. It's, yeah. I mean, it's a very visual yeah. Um, thing. But yeah, um, meme etymology. Um, yeah, it was coined by one of these um, one of these guys. Richard Dawkins. Um, right. I yeah, so it. it's like, it, it's internet memes. Because history of meme, memeology. Um, welcome to meme chat. We if were, there was ever a time, <laughs> yeah, it would be so, now. Uh, it's like memes traditionally. It was like just something that's like spread by word of mouth, and it's like and it's like a pattern or you know something that's like recognizable. It's hard to properly define. And then uh, memes on the internet, like they initially meant like advice animals and like stuff like you see like success kid, and that's like at the top got like um, oh when you stop the microwave with one second to spare and it's like you know, or like yeah you know just those like shitty and it's mm. like a picture of something and then like a star a, like sunburst that color behind it and then yeah kind of evolved and now those memes are like too normy but some of them are like so normy that they're funny and then now meme just means literally any picture you find on the internet and then mm. you describe a meaning that's not necessarily inherent in the picture yeah too. like right yeah, so now now anyone's like, oh, did you see this meme? And it would just be a photo. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so it's interesting. And especially, like, in the last, like, 10 years, especially, that has evolved. But, yeah, like, Rage Comics were one of the, like, they were right on the curve of when memes started to become a thing. While they were still, like, underground, like, when, like, your mum wouldn't have known what a meme is. Yeah. And she probably still doesn't now. Back when Richard Dawkins was just <laughs> yeah, when he was the, his basement. He was the first meme lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, like... Back when it was like, you know, just like your 4chans and your reddits and your 9gags or whatever yeah. uh, would know what memes were and they weren't really, you wouldn't hear, you would never hear the word on TV or anything like that. And now, you know. Everywhere. Every, every man everyone knows. Dog. And now memes got a president elected. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. um, wow. on that note, this has been a very informative episode. I like that. Yeah. Jess, Thanks. do you want to hit us with your second pick? Okay. Um, well, like I said, I came up with my ideas uh, coming home from work today, so apologies. Uh, this one isn't very well thought out. Uh, it's basically my next one is a complete reimagining of the classic love story Titanic, but with the most famous couple of all time playing the star-crossed lovers. So obviously Jen and Brad. Ooh, try and get them yeah. in a room. Yeah. So I'll never let you go, Brad. Uh, is the title of the film, and at the end of the movie, basically every tabloid article about their relationship is in flash across the mont and across the screen, like in a montage, giving the movie a runtime of uh, four hundred twenty-eight hours and twenty-three minutes. So I tried to go for like the more tabloid side of like out of date yeah, stuff. Yeah, because like yeah. you're not going to see Brad and Jen no. in a movie now. No. Well, do you know they're still freaking going on about it? Like I only thought about it because I saw a Women's Day magazine that had another article about like, oh, Jen's so angry about Brad's new girlfriend or something. It's like, fuck, they've been broken up forever. <laughs> like yeah. like it, a very long time. Who almost... thinks that she still gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, like it's like when um like Bernie Sanders was like kicked down. It's like how Brad and Jen can still end up together. It's like it's not going to happen. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. They almost tried to divorce longer than they were actually married, right? It's been like two years. I mean, I don't know if anyone cares about this, but <laughs> it's been like two years since they like officially began the divorce proceedings, and they're only married for like three years. That's Brad and Ange, though. Yeah. This is Brad and Jen. This is going oh, back for a whole other wow. thing. Yeah. I but am... Brad and Ange, they were together for a long time without being married, eh? Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. like eight years or something. Um, I am terribly sorry. <laughs> Good lord. Um, 
Wow, yeah. I feel like you'd be you'd be e- it'd be easier for you to get Brad and Jen together on a movie than yeah, Brad well, and I don't know how Justin Thoreau would feel about it. True. True. I mean probably handsome as probably very handsome. <laughs> very handsome about it. <laughs> I don't know how his, his eight pack would feel. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> yeah. How his like sweatpants would feel that he's always wearing. Um, yeah, he's a very, very handsome very man. Handsome man. <laughs> Justin Thoreau or Brad Pitt, Jess? What do you reckon? I don't really know who Justin Thoreau was. He's the main guy on the leftovers. Uh, oh, definitely him. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched The Leftovers, Aaron? <laughs> I've seen the first episode. I did not care for it. Really? It was too slow. I, like, I'm yeah. aware that it gets better, but I just... Yeah, the first I was season's like, I don't like slow. enough of these characters. Yeah, care. yeah. I I only just... I just watched it. Um, and I've been wanting a platform to talk about it. Um, but <laughs> I yeah, haven't like, seen Richard in two weeks. Whoa. <laughs> He's just been pinging You've only been the getting leftovers. The Leftovers? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, no, nah, so like season one is like fine, but has two real good episodes. And then season two is just like immediately better. And it has one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. And the finale is like perfect as well. And then season three is like real good, but season two is just like, oh, perfect. But yeah, honestly, like one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen. If you've seen The Leftovers, I'm talking about International Assassin. Um, Yeah, so uh, Justin Thoreau is handsome. That was a good idea, Jesus. (laughs) No, it wasn't. (laughs) That idea was as good as Justin Thoreau is handsome. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. (laughs) Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Your idea is this, and it's just a meme of Justin. Right? <laughs> it's just a picture of him. It's just a picture. Well, peeking over a wall and says Justin was here. Yeah, his nose hanging over the um, Another movie that's coming out way too late. Um, Kevin Smith is, ma- is currently making a film called Kilroy was here. Um, and no one really, I don't think anyone really knows what it's about. And for some reason, he spelled Kilroy Kill wrong as well. So we'll find out what that is, um, yeah. but it's about like you know what seventy years too late. So, good mm. lord. Um, speaking of movies that came out too late, I watched Alien so and Aliens. <laughs> the, speaking of, because it's the yeah, um, yeah, I watched Alien and then Aliens recently, and it's like it's like eight years apart or yeah. something like that, and different director, different writer, and like those two movies are very different styles yeah, of movies. One's like a, th- a horror, one's an action movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and also, like, it's Bill Paxton, right? And yeah, Bill Paxton. Yeah. Um, that like his most famous line in movie history when he goes, "Game over, man, game over." He's not even on screen when he says that. <laughs> like, Damn, son. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like the shots on Sigourney Weaver, and yeah. then like he's saying it off screen. It's game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> it's like that's what he's most known for. You can't even see him. <laughs> uh, it's just a beautiful dulcet tones of Bill Paxton. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Um, do you want me to hit you with possibly the greatest idea I've had this week? Yes. Um, so, a teen action movie where a group of misfits find government technology where the watchers turn you into either animorph type things or maybe some more like Power Ranger things. Guess what style of brand of watches they're wearing? That's right, baby. We're talking G Shocks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah just one of those egregious examples of like brand yeah, brand recognition brand, in a like, movie in- integration yeah into a movie um have you got a title for it uh no i couldn't come up with anything i couldn't do anything with g-shock i mean yeah i mean could, there's like you could you could do like g-force but i'm pretty sure that's a movie about like guinea pigs yeah, yeah or the drink presumably more yeah. importantly like did you ever own I did not actually. I didn't. I wasn't a watch person, to be honest with you. Yeah, I feel like Jess, you would have been a baby G person. Uh, baby G. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> power blue, baby G. <laughs> with oh, your yes. pinkalicious phone. Oh yeah, girl. Oh I yeah. <laughs> and there would of course be the sequel, uh, Baby G, where a younger group of people <laughs> take over. <laughs> yeah, like the, the mantle the, of the G Shocks. 
Um, <laughs> it's a gift that just keeps on giving. It truly is the gift that keeps on nice, giving. Nice, yeah. Have you got? Um, so there'd be like five of them, kind of thing, and then they'd all have like a different coloured watch. Or yeah, definitely. It would be very much like um, Power Rangers. Uh, Power Rangers. Animals, yeah, there'd yeah. be the there'd be the blue one, the black. I don't know how. I don't. I don't know how many colours G Shocks came in. Presumably every colour of the rainbow. Yeah, well, well actually, it'd be perfect to like make new colours and tie them into the movie. Exactly. Would it be more like Captain Planet, where they each have like a certain power, and there's a shit one like the power of love. Yeah, well, the that's power the of love G. binds them all together. To yeah, be fair. That's, ba- that's, that's Baby G, <laughs> and they're always having to pick up after like oh, Baby G, Baby, Baby G, G again. Yeah. But then Baby G comes through at the end, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Of, like, there's a show on the tip of my tongue where that dynamic is present, and I can't think of it. Where it's like they're having to save. the thing all the time there's one real shit one but it always saves the day and they're like oh well i guess we still love you even though like you're a massive fuck <laughs> you're a massive inconvenience the whole group yeah <laughs> there was a show I, I don't know why i mentioned this there's a show that it's one of those ones that like i've never seen any reference to i've never bothered to look up if it's real or not but it was like the whole conceit of the show was this family had this dog and in every episode, they would be like, you're a bad dog. And the dog would basically play dead. And then they would get into some situation where only the dog could save them. And they'd be like, you're a good dog. Good dog. Good dog. And then he'd like pop up back to life and um, <laughs> save the day. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know like anything about it. It sounds like a terrible TV show, but I'm going to find it's it. Animated. Damn, it it was around weirdness. the same kind of time of like the big guy and Rusty and Megas XLR. If you guys remember either of those shows. Nah, nah. Um, go, go more mainstream, man. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to mention both of those shows. The big guy and Rusty was another real dumb show. Um, these two robots. <laughs> just explain these shows. <laughs> was it an animated series? Yeah, it was an animated series. Is it just called Bad Dog? Yeah, it probably is just called Bad Dog. Um, but yeah, the big guy in Rusty was like this big robot and another like kind of pretty much like Astro Boy. Um, and again, in every episode, like a building would fall on Rusty and big guy would be like, oh my gosh, Rusty, are you okay? And then he'd like lift the building off and he's like, no pain receptors. And it's like the big guy, you know, he has no pain receptors. Stop (laughs) worrying about him. Surely you have no pain receptors. Yeah. How do you conceive of pain if you can't <laughs> yeah. feel it? How do you understand the concept of pain? How is there empathy? Have you found it? Is that a... Or you, do you no, want to go to the toilet? This is me. Can I have a toilet break? This is a toilet break. Yeah, you can have a toilet break. Yeah. We'll cut this out. All right, I just or, find it. It's or, called Bad Dog. Or you can listen to me explain another show I watched when I was a kid. Please. I'm, I mean, I'm here. <laughs> so, well, we won't produce. Um, <laughs> Aaron, did you ever watch A Hundred Deeds, Freddie McDowd? I know, but I've heard you talk about this yeah, multiple it's times. it's a good show. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before. Probably. But yeah, no, that was a good show. Um, Dogs voiced by Seth Green. Uh, yeah, Megas XLR, that's another one I mentioned. I feel like I just found out like the other day that someone interesting voiced the main guy in Megas XLR. Interesting. Megas XLR. Aaron, what was your favourite show growing up? Ah, uh, what was my favourite show growing up? Oh, I mean, of course I was a Yu-Gi-Oh! man, a Transformers man. Yu-Gi-Oh! man, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, oh. Did you have, like, many Yu-Gi-Oh! cards? Yeah, like, reasonable number. I'm, I'm sure I still have them somewhere in my parents' house. Um, yeah, floating around somewhere. I, I think I assumed they would come back and be valuable at some point, but they probably won't, I imagine. Yeah. So, do you know what's funny? So, the the main voice on Megas XLR was um, David Deloise, who is the father in the Pup Star series. Which is how I know it, because I just watched all of them. Ah, right. Wow, um, crazy. Yeah, so... So he wasn't famous, he was just famous to you. Yeah, he's also the dad in Wizards of Waverly Place. Ah, right, okay. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, what were you just saying? The, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! What was your favourite um, card? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, come on, you can't go past a good black hole because it's just such a shit <laughs> yeah. to move. Yeah, there and um, I mean, I, I I preferred the red eyes black dragon to the blue eyes white dragon. Why uh, aesthetically? Yeah, I just think it was cooler. Like, I remember I bought Joey's deck, right? Um, when because you, you buy like the decks, yeah. and I bought Joey rather than Kaiba. And I'm pretty sure the person, like, when I bought it, they were like, or maybe it was one of the expansion packs. Like, you buy the blue eyes expansion pack, yeah, and they had to be like you know this won't definitely have a blue eyes white dragon in it 
And you're like, and I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm hoping. I was like, yeah, I fucking know, I know. And then I got home and there wasn't one in it. I was like, fucking bitch. Such <laughs> took it out. Didn't she? <laughs> Probably stole it for himself. Yeah. Um, but they still sell Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I still seen that came out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I feel like it's still. I don't know if it's still. They're still making. Like they certainly made TV shows long after I stopped watching them. Yeah. But like I th- yeah, it's probably like. Do you know that other thing that people that people play? You can like make money. What's the other card game that's real popular? Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. That's yeah. the one. Well, you think it's gone, but oh baby, there's oh, this, oh baby, there's still people playing it. I was thinking of doing my one of my ideas of Magic the Gathering, and then I was like, still too fucking relevant. May I, yeah, no, yeah. that would be gangbusters. Yeah. The um, only reason I know about Magic the Gathering is because I once went to this dude's house. <laughs> um, his his parents are like famous movie stars one of his parents wrote the lord of the rings with um uh, peter jackson mm. and he had like the most beautiful house i've ever been to and it was just like his house but he also just like plays magic the gathering heaps as well so that's all i think of is like people with beautiful houses and <laughs> magic the gathering. Well, that's how they paid for the house yeah just magic the gathering presumably that and he was also in lord of the rings so all oh, right Oh, it was Ian McKellen. Yeah, it was Ian McKellen. <laughs> yeah, how Ian McKellen's mum wrote Lord of the Rings. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry for that massive tangent. Um, but we'll, should we move on to the to the final idea? And then we can talk about some other things that you know were popular a few years ago and how we could possibly incorporate them into a movie. Ooh, yeah. So, yeah, you, you, the baby G was the second one. Yeah. The G-Force. Okay, so my one, it's called Unsung. And so it's a classic Hollywood rags to riches story. It starts off with a young man, unlucky in love, who dreams of being a movie star. But due to his butt ugly looks, this dream seems all but impossible. Although he does discover a knack for being an executive producer, Kevin Spacey stars as Harvey Weinstein in Unsung, directed by James Gunn. <laughs> it's simultaneously too soon and too late. Well, yes, he'd like that. Couldn't that would have done way mm. better five years ago? Yeah, that's true. No, well, like in terms of like uh, opinion on content or monetary wise, because everyone goes see that movie now. Well, to rip it out. Oh, I don't know that they would. <laughs> I don't know that people would want to support it. But ten, five to ten years ago. Oh, you got James Gunn, fresh young voice on the scene, probably not a pedophile. And then you've got J- um, Kevin Spacey, who's also probably not a pedophile. And then you've got, you know, the rags to riches story of Harvey Weinstein, which probably wasn't a rags to riches story because he, I feel like he's the kind of guy that was born into money. Presumably. Yeah. Couldn't come out today. You'd be like, that's they, no. did that. they made that too late. I mean, to I don't be know f- how these people are still getting work. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't 10 years ago when James Gunn was tweeting yeah. the pedophile joke. That is true, actually. So, I mean, you never know. His, his career may never have taken off. Yeah. He might have made that movie in... Well, if he made Guardians of the Galaxy and then they were like, fuck, do you not only do he make those pedophile stuff, but he made that real insensitive Harvey Weinstein movie starring Kevin Space. Yeah. Never would have happened. Yeah. Never would have happened. And then people be like, yeah, but he wrote Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, so oh, he gets a pass wow, from yeah, me. redeeming. Wait, did he Definitely. not write the first one? Uh, I think he did, but I just prefer the second one. You, you prefer the second <laughs> Scooby-Doo movie. He yeah. also refuses... That's controversial. Yeah, he also <laughs> refuses to call it Scooby-Doo 2. He always has to call it Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Interesting. Well, that's what it's called. <laughs> well, that is the title. <laughs> Why would he refer to it as anything else? <laughs> Um, I got really excited when you said butt ugly because I thought you were going to be talking about butt ugly Martians. Butt ugly, yeah. And nice. then I realised that that's already a thing. <laughs> the movie or the... the TV show. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, making a movie of it, fuck, that'd be too late. That would be too yeah. late. Jess, do you want to explain what butt ugly Martians was? Um, I can barely remember what it is, but I remember having stickers of it and I stuck it all over my wall at home. My mum got real mad at me. Yeah. Cause, but uh, basically three aliens yeah. that kind of had like mecha suits. Yeah. That, uh, and they, they took on the nefarious Stoke Muldoon. And you know what? Whenever, because New Zealand had a prime minister called Robert Muldoon. And whenever I hear about him, I just think of Stoke Muldoon from Bud Ugly Martians. <laughs> and also, Bud Ugly Martians spells bum as well, if you the acronym. Uh, and and the, um, the, the, yeah, the theme song was like, We are the Martians, the Bud And it'd be like, B K M, B B K M. And I never figured out what that, stu- that stood for because it's not the first letters of their names because I, I mean oh, I'll try to look at their names and it's not but ugly Martians is it their suits or am I just I feel like because 
part of me remembers that like one day it just clicked and I remembered I'm sure it's something to do with their suits or like how they power their suits or something yeah let me have a look I mean I could be wrong butt kicking mode (sighs) so it's their suits is that right or not yeah they're like oh yeah so they were called bop bebopaluna 2t fruity and do a diddy that's right fuck this show like if you look at if anyone wants to look up but ugly martians the animation is horrible it's I kinda, like i kind of watch, watch a little bit of it now. oh but ugly martians zoom or doom for ps2 Ooh, damn Ooh, damn yeah it was like not even not it was a cartoon but like kind of in the jimmy neutron mm-hmm sort of mode of like yeah it's 3d animation 3d animation yeah but a lot worse presumably than jimmy neutron right yeah got a blast they were trying to do more they're trying to go beyond jimmy yeah jimmy neutron was just a nice simple premise crossed over with oh my god it's so horrible (laughs) yeah now yeah if that came out now too late yeah um, did you have any other ideas that you wrote down but didn't write? Oh off? well, you know, just I that could, we could do uh, in like a sentence or two, and we can just be like, oh yeah. Um, yes, uh, one of them I actually am quite a fan of, but I don't think it was quite good enough. Uh, Ed Hardy, <laughs> the rise to power. So oh, just yeah. like a sort of Steve Jobs esque story about the Ed Hardy story, the nice. guy behind Ed Hardy, or yeah. the woman behind Ed Hardy. I don't know enough yeah. about Ed Hardy. Or like Paul Frank. Do you guys remember that? The monkey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or um, Von Dutch Hats. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was like a um, there was like a goth one called like Emily something. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember it looked kind of looked like my sister, and her name was Emily. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. The yeah, like the kind of long hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I kind of wanted to do a film about um, stick-on plastic earrings. You know, that girls used to wear before they got their ears pierced. And about, like, if they had, like, mind control powers and shit. Right, nice. Mm, but I didn't think it was good enough. Or I mean... One, about, one <laughs> on, like, those, those, like, Aaron. those gummy so shoes. <laughs> God, gummy shoes. Yeah. Gummy. Emily, Emily the Strange was what it was called. Uh. That's the one. Um, yeah, I, um, I was thinking about doing, like, a dubstep musical. Uh, nice yeah or um uh what else oh yeah something to do with gungam style or uh nyan cat yeah because mm. those are like things that you know um i was talking to aj obviously a member of this podcast about um ideas before <laughs> he suggested like a muse musical and it's like <laughs> there's nothing wrong with muse but if it came out you'd be like why are they still relevant yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's just it's the slight but oh, probably Probably a couple of years too late. <laughs> like if Muse did Spider Man the musical. Yeah. Yeah, the last thing, the big thing they did was didn't they do the theme song to the Olympics or something? And everyone was like, yeah. are, they, are they still a family? Yeah, but like if they did like a like a Knights of Sidonia into like a full length movie or something like that. Like it'd be cool, but it should have come out like five years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, totally. But the, and this, like, there's been talk of an American Idiot movie for like since the album came out. They, they made a Broadway musical. And what they is, still talk in the movie, apparently. But. What is this? What is the story of American Idiot the musical? Do you know anything about it? Uh, ooh, a little bit. Like the album actually is like a concept album. It tells a story about the Jesus of Suburbia, and uh, it's like a relationship gone wrong, and and all the stuff. But um, Jesus of Suburbia. Yeah. So I mean, it has it has a plot. But then they they used songs from the album that came out afterwards, which is also a concept album, but about a different thing. Uh, but it's also about like a failed relationship or something. Right. But it's like Christian and. Gloria, whereas nice. it's uh, Saint Jimmy and what's her name and American Idiot. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I guess it wouldn't almost wouldn't be too late because you're riding on the success of the musical. But how? how but the musical's been out for like yeah quite a while, uh, almost ten okay. years probably. Right. Okay. That feels too. Oh. One but, of the thoughts I had right. Yeah about this podcast is like at what point because it's dumb and I don't want to do it (laughs) no um, like you know something's like too late right you're like oh man that was 10 years ago like what point do you have to wait for it to be like oh man they're bringing that back cool you know like what reaches because like you know you can bring something back from 30 years ago and it's like yeah I guess there's there's certain things like because yeah so if you made like a friends movie it's like oh, you know, they're, they're doing, like, a 15-year reunion, and that's cool. Um, whereas, like, if you made one, like, five years later, you'd be like, oh, why didn't they just do it at the end of the series, or why yeah, didn't they wait? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think 
with the sort of stuff we're talking about, it's, it's real specific, like fad stuff. Like Slender Man, it's like no one thought they'd make a movie. And if they did, it would be a cash grab. Like, you know, t- I'm jumping on it right at the time. Like, they're making a Five Nights at Freddy's movie as well, which is like another shitty mm. horror th- jump scare game. But, but Chris Columbus is directing it. They don't um, even have plots, those games. You, it's like well, apparently point- they do. And like, if there's anyone that plays Five Nights at Freddy's, they're going to be pretty offended by what you just <laughs> said. Um, from what I understand, I've never played the game. I don't really know anything about it. But, um, yeah, like... Slender Man doesn't really well it kind of does have a plot but it's like the character of Slender Man is a cool idea for a horror character I reckon yeah 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 it's just an eerie kind of look it's sort of I mean it sort of has a plot doesn't it there's something about like you have to find the the, pages the pages pages. or whatever so presumably the pages are something to do with but yeah Yeah. I know what you mean no it wouldn't seem to be enough to fill an hour and a half I remember one time at uni we were playing it and we like turned all the lights off to try and make it as scary as possible and we got onto like the eighth page and then the fire alarm in our halls of Riz went off and we just lost <laughs> our shit. Yeah, it's a pretty, it is a pretty like well-made game. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it's one of those classic examples of just like a pretty simple idea that, yeah. you know, people resonated with. But yeah, and like, you know, an original horror idea. But I mean, like making a, and I think there is, this is a movie or at least a documentary, but like making a movie about these two girls that um, killed their friend as a sacrifice for Slender Man. That's yeah. a way more interesting story than anything you can write about Slender Man. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, well, like, even if you want to incorporate, I mean, it's it's kind of insensitive, but like incorporate Slender Man's real into that story, that yeah. could be a good idea for a movie. But another movie that came out too late would be like the Angry Birds movie. Oh yeah, where it's like that was it came out ages after. But I actually really liked the Angry Birds movie. To be fair, really, yeah, interesting. There's a, I did a whole podcast about it. <laughs> How it's not as bad as you think. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's like the second highest rated video game adaptation movie. Really? Yeah, oh it's at like fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. But that's the second I suppose the thing is, there's no real plot to that, so you could really do whatever you wanted with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the movie isn't like oh uh, yeah, it's just like by the, the pigs are bad, the birds are good, yeah. Thing, and one of them's real angry. <laughs> He's so what? angry. Um, but yeah, I think the thing about something being too late is when its popularity was like a flash in the pan. Yeah. Yeah, if it had lasting success and it comes back, there's a nostalgic thing to it as opposed to like, oh, we threw that away. Why Why is it back? Like, Tamagotchi's would still be considered good because it's like, you know, especially if it's from the 90s, it resonates with a whole bunch of people. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like it was famous for, or like, you, you had Tamagotchi's for way longer than you had, yeah. like. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, like, I feel like if in 10 years someone made a Slender Man movie, it's not like, because now it's like, because it comes out now, it's like, oh, fuck, they, they must have been stuck in production for a while. Yeah. And like it, it, you're like, oh, I can't believe it's taken them this long to actually get the movie made. Whereas if they made it in another 10 years, you'd be like, oh, I remember that. Like, And yeah. that, that's that's kind of cool that they're bringing back this character from so long ago that, that I vaguely remember. Yeah. When and it so, comes out. Yeah, maybe there is like a, a cycle to it that it's like, if it feels like the movie was had you've been trying to make the movie since it was popular yeah then that's what makes it feel old i guess if it's like under five years no five to three years since something was popular then that's the sort of level where it's oh it's been stuck in production for so long because it's still you know capable of that but if it's longer than like seven years that's when it becomes like yeah you know i'm imagining waves right Mm. so like when it's when the first thing's popular there's like a wave and like if it's like two or three years after the the wave you're like man you just missed the wave and barreled like barreled hard being yeah. this having term for when you <laughs> are knocked off your board in a wave um, <laughs> but like yeah or like you just didn't get on top of the wave and it was gone and you're like oh man we really missed that wave but like if it's like 10 years and it's like the next wave's coming, man, and they're riding the next wave. Yeah. Mm. It, like, I mean, I guess maybe there's just some things that just sh- movies shouldn't be made of. Like, because if they had made a Slender Man movie in 2011, 12, I think it was when it was popular, um, you'd just be like, oh, this, this is just a fad. Yeah. Profiteering, man. Naked yeah. profiteering. Yeah, so, I don't know, maybe you're just fighting a losing battle, making an adaptation or something. Of a fad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Angry Birds has proved that you can do it, man. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe, like, video games are the way to go as well. Because if you can come up with, like, a good video game, like, talking about, like, making something like Angry Bird, um, uh, Crazy Frog Racer. Yeah. That it's, like, you can 
you know, take like a racing game, chuck um, Crazy Frog skin on it, and then you know you, you've created something that you're selling, you're moving product, yeah. But it doesn't really have to have that lasting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cultural impact. Whereas I feel like movies, there's kind of like a bit more. Well, if they're crap, they they don't yeah. have that. Yeah. 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 What things um, that are currently relevant do you think that they could, in five to ten years we're going to be having these like, oh, God, I can't believe they're making a movie out of that. They, they missed the boat. Uh, oh, I mean, obviously, the the the, 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 the cave. Boys, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the Thai boys, the cave. Um, I feel like because of how many are in production, if they all get made, we could say like a year or maybe two years from now, we could have like a five-year period where we get one every year. Oh, man, it'd be a regular like Steve Jobs kind of a... <laughs> it'd be like time. Marvel movies. Yeah. It'd be like the... The, the blockbuster that like, oh, go see the new Thai cave movie. Do they all live in the same cinematic universe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh, um. But yeah, like, what's what's just barely popular at the moment? <laughs> I mean, I think if we knew that, we'd be we'd be we'd be profiteering, right? We'd yeah, be, no, we'd, we would be, be. On, we'd be riding the wave. Yeah. Um, alright well that just about brings us to a close uh, what ideas do you have at home that you might um, you know think would fit into what we've been talking about here today and that is movies that feel like they're 5 to 10 years too late and uh, what things do you think that uh, are relevant today might have a movie adaptation in 5 to 10 years that we're going to be talking about how late it came out now also uh, you can like us on Facebook, you can uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, you can uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, you can follow us on Twitter, you can email us at copoptionmedia.com, uh, at gmail.com, uh, and we're copopture on basically everything, Instagram as well. But also, if you haven't filled it in, uh, I would love for you to go onto our Facebook page, find, or any of our social media, I think we've posted everywhere, uh, find our survey we posted. We would love to know what you think of this podcast and what cult pops cult pops you in general and what you'd like to see more of and what you'd like to see less of uh and if you fill that in that'd be absolutely lovely so we can start you know tailoring the podcast to more exactly what you want dear listener jess aaron any any parting thoughts um also just uh snake the movie uh it's just snake some- two snake two <laughs> even better Bounce. 3d just skip Ooh. straight to Snake 2. Yeah, bounce, <laughs> fuckers. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, those are my lasting thoughts. Yeah. Did you just think? Um, or was bounce we, your final thought? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. My, my brain's tapped out about half an hour ago. Nice. All right, well, thanks for listening. Thank you, Aaron and Jess, for being here. And thanks for your beautiful ideas. And I'm sorry that we ended on my weird Harvey Weinstein one. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.